This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. Welcome to Masters of the Cinematic Universe. We're doing a Masters class because uh, we ain't got no movie ready for today. But you can still get to hear our voices, so like you still are technically winning. Exactly. Yeah. We owed you one. We've been a little behind. Some shit's gone down. It's all good. Everything's good. But uh, we want to get back into the swing of things. So we figured we'd start. We'd ease you in with this. Yeah, and then we'd full like on a, attack you with a movie. It's like using week. analese. Exactly. You know, a little amyl nitrate. Yeah, yeah. Loosen things up. Loosen things up. Help a little racks a little bit, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. I don't know anything about that. Like for real though. I'm just saying. I, I'm yeah, you seem to no. hold on. <laughs> so dude, dude, I got I can tell you I, I have Howard Stern to think. All I want to know is top or bottom. <laughs> no, I got Howard Stern to think about knowing what amyl nitrate is. That's all that's all I gotta say. Yeah. He's he he's he taught the world about that. Him and uh, and uh, uh, Sam Kinison. <laughs> oh shit! Sam they used Kinison. to talk about yeah, right. They used to talk about that all the time. So anyway, yeah. So top or bottom? <laughs> top. I'm a power, power bottom. Power, power bottom. That's the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You control the thrust. Clench, Doug. Clench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you control the thrust. Exactly. It's, it's oh, like a it's God. like a Kennedy Space Center. You yeah. control the thrust. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting off Good start here. Yeah, nice rip stuff. it and rip it, <laughs> dude. Go. I was just at Kennedy Space Center. Oh yeah, I, I was the chaperone on my daughter's field trip, and it was awesome. But you know what I discovered about going to Kennedy Space Center is yeah. it makes me emotional, like looking at rockets and stuff. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> makes me emotional too. <laughs> no, it really does, man. Like it speaks to like the I don't know the the human spirit and all that good yes. stuff so it, i think it that's really... it in its purest form yeah man you like know what that... i mean like that exploration that whole side of it is in its purest form what we are about as human beings not even americans but as human beings you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh it it just it does it stirs something to me so yeah i had to really like rein it in because i'm like in charge of fucking 10 and oh, 11 year olds yeah, i and, get it yeah like you can't watch me cry for no reason. You can't go back to your teacher and be like, the man who was in charge of us just burst into tears. And it was super weird. I don't know. Today we live in a progressive society. I think it'd be okay for like a grown man to cry nowadays. Uh, I'd like to think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, you'd like to think so, but I don't know. Uh, also, um, did you visit the uh, movie set where they filmed the moon landing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> no, but you know, you know what they did have that was <laughs> it was super fucking cool. They, you get to sit in a room that's like a. Uh, recreation of the consoles for Apollo 8 or it's oh, actually the real consoles so cool. for Apollo 8 so you're in the control room like right before liftoff and the fucking windows shake like it feels very real oh that's very cool yeah it was awesome I went so to I a game part two. <laughs> oh, yeah. but I, I got two I got two quick you reminded me of things because of this you talked about fake in the moon landing did you guys ever see the movie called Capricorn One. No. no. James Brolin, right? So the elder Brolin, OJ Simpson, Richard Ben, I think Richard Benjamin, maybe I'm thinking of Westworld, but anyway, it was the the astronauts preparing for a, the first manned mission to Mars. And it turns out that we don't have the technology to do it. And they didn't even sell the astronauts. And the plan was to fake the launch, kill the astronauts, and oh, say that they would destroy it. Oh so shit! The astronauts they they get wise to this shit, so it's basically a, a chase movie. Like they are being chased through the fucking desert, 
to this? get away and let the world know what's going on here. Oh, it's, this sounds fucking amazing. It's dude. a really, it's a, it's for granted. I, I think it's, I want to say it's eighties. It's got to well, be OJ Simpson. Right? Yeah. It'd have to yeah, be, it's got to be eighties. But for that time period of movie, it was still really good. It was, it's a gripping fucking thriller movie. Nice. Did oh, you see Capricorn did you, one? Did you see Capricorn two? And what what happened? Oh, it's God, where Leonardo God. DiCaprio is like a centaur unicorn, <laughs> <laughs> and he saves the world by spreading rainbows and lucky charms. I love it. Oh, I love it, man. But really quick, the the second thing you reminded me of is you mentioned you fucking lucky charms. Leonardo DiCaprio. Now you just reminded me of something else. But the second thing was you mentioned Apollo Eight, right? Yeah. So my dad worked for Eastern Airlines back in the day, and. At, for a long period of time, the president of Eastern Airlines was Frank Borman, who actually just passed. So he was a, he was one of the astronauts on Apollo 8. And he just passed like uh, this month. OK, but my dad, as the as a pre, as the president of the airline he worked for, he was not liked by his employees. And my dad, in his typical dry dad humor, was like, you know, yeah, when Frank Borman went to space, he left his brains up there. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's more, that's more for me. Like I'm telling myself this joke just to remind yeah. myself of my dad. But yeah, he goes, yeah, he left his brains up in space. Is that's it really that impressive to go to space? Like when billionaires can do it now, there's like a space well, station with a shit ton now, of people on it. Think about it now and back then it was pretty like, you know, think about like it was all not now. No, no, but I mean now, like when they talk about like there's an astronauts going on, like it doesn't seem that impressive. Like they do that shit all the time now. Oh, now it's yeah, but they're not really going to space, those pussies. They're going like to right outside the orbit and they Diet come down space. in ten yeah. minutes. That's yeah. not really space, space. No, space no. enough. Throw some balls, go up into space. Don't come back, please. Yeah. Yeah. Or yeah. Be better off for yeah, yeah we fucking... need some more movie like plots. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, you mentioned Leo DiCaprio. Yeah. So today I was in Boston. Don't tell me he's canceled now because I can't handle no, more bad news. No, he's not canceled. <laughs> he he gets grief about his about the average age of his girlfriends, but that's all right. We were in Boston today, and my 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 son Tim and and his wife Meg and and my little granddaughter Holly they drove down, and we met in Boston to go to the aquarium, and nice. right next to the aquarium, they have is, a sign that says "Squish the fish." Yes, exactly. <laughs> There's uh, the the Marriott Long Wharf. It's a hotel. And there's a scene from The Departed. See, I'm getting there. It's a roundabout way, but there's one scene from The Departed where uh, um, Martin Sheen is talking at Leo um, outside. And they meet uh, they meet Jack. And there's this sort of this like confrontation, this verbal confrontation. But that was shot. We were standing there staring at the exact spot where they we did it. So oh, anyway, cool. this is all my this is my six degrees of separation. Yeah, shit that I'm throwing out there just to stretch things out a bit. <laughs> that's, a, that's a that's a great movie that I used to watch all the time, mm-hmm. and it's been a few years. But man, I love that fucking movie. Oh god, it is so good. DiCaprio it's has like so many good fucking movies. He's a he's he's, he's good. The real fucking deal, that yeah. dude. And he can do um, anything. You you guys see Basketball Diaries? No, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. It's a young Leo based yeah. on a true story by Jim Carroll. Um, it's just it's about fucking uh, drug addiction. It's about heroin addiction, and it's a, based on a true story. This guy Jim Carroll, he was a he was a punk band. He was in a punk band. Hmm. He was in a band, um, but he wrote an autobiography <laughs> about just being you know growing up in I think it's Brooklyn. I'm not sure. Um, just growing up in Brooklyn with his friends, getting addicted to heroin, and like they play basketball. They were they were they were all on the basketball team in a Catholic school together, and and. Leo was in it. young, very young Leo was in it. And that was his first, that was like one of his early breakout roles, like demonstrating how fucking good he is as an actor. Um, it's a very good movie, Basketball Diaries. I, I definitely recommend that one to anybody. Nice. Um, Speaking of young. It's heavy, it's heavy material. It's yeah, very it's, heavy because it's, it's very realistic in his portrayal of heroin addiction. Um, but it's really, really good. Well, speaking of young Leo, drug addiction and a heavy plot. I like him in Romeo plus Juliet, which I know you hate. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I just that have movie. that Boz Lerman. But bias. I love I it. Fucking hate that. No, you know what? If there is a Boz Lerman movie I could get into, it's probably that one. I I, I do have to. It's admit such an interesting take cool. on the Romeo and Juliet story. Like I mean, I love Howard Perrineau and um, yeah. 
Oh, oh Paranoid was great in that too. Yeah, I know, I know. Because I've seen bits and pieces of it. Like I've seen parts of that movie, and I've been, I've been drawn in by it when I've seen it. So I like, think I would like that. Visually, you know? it's beautiful. Yeah, that I know. The way it's shot, it's it's so, shot in such a fucking. You awesome got to give Baz Luhrmann that. Like visually, yeah. his movies are very, very appealing and very, yeah. b- very beautiful, as you said. What I like about it though is it feels like Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. It feels like the '90s of like oh, California shit. Long Beach, like that lowrider culture. You're right. You're right. I can totally get that with the that vibe from from. Because now the cool thing is you're going back to when I actually played like yeah GTA. You know, I played at like San Andreas. Man, I lived in that fucking place. Dude, I loved the. the but you know, what my favorite feature of San Andreas was. Was the yeah. gang fucking like neighborhood wars? You could take over neighborhoods. Oh, it was so great! It was that, and it was fucking lifting weights. Oh yeah, because you had to <laughs> so you had to work out. It's like you're losing body mass. <laughs> like, exactly to build the guy up. Yeah, but yeah. The gang wars and that it was that little cul-de-sac. It was that fucking cul-de-sac that you lived in. Yep. And you always started shit down in that cul-de-sac, and it was great. Oh yeah, then you take the neighborhoods up by the park and shit over. Yes. And like I yep. used to love the gang war feature. Also, like I like the fact that there was like Las Vegas and San Francisco. Yes, exactly, exactly. Um, ah, oh man, that yeah. was such a good game. I need to play that again. It really, I, wish they, I know, right? Well, yeah. see, GTA Five was technically a remake of San Andreas, like the one that's like been out for ten years and is still yes. the one they're playing. But yeah. the problem is they left out Vegas and they left out San Francisco. All they put huh. in it was fucking L.A. L.A. and yeah, like the deserts. Okay. See, I ran into a problem with the GTAs because I always played on on a PC, and my PCs. No, I they didn't keep up. Yeah, like power wise, to be able to play the game, so I stopped playing them. It was just just too frustrating. Oh, so San Andreas 5. was the last GTA game I could play like comfortably on my PC. I got so addicted to GTA Five online when it came out. Like I, yeah. I lost a year of my life to that game. Is that the one with the Russian or no? No, that's, no, that's the, the one with three, three characters. The three characters, right? The crazy yeah. guy. And the, yeah, Trevor yeah. Michael. Trevor was the nut. Right? Yeah, I can't remember yeah. the black dude's name. Uh, I don't. Marcus, maybe or Kelvin or something like that or yeah, something. I'm Michael. Sure. It was Michael, Trevor, and yeah, Michael, Trevor. Oh, who was the other guy? Um, Curtis, maybe. I think it's something like that. Uh, I want to say Kelvin or Curtis or something with a cuss sound at the beginning of it. Um, but I only played the actual game for like two weeks and beat it and then like it was all online after that the online of that game is insane because it just keeps kept evolving yeah um they've been have been rumors of the gta 6 is coming out soon like yeah i saw that i saw that although what is soon like yeah. four, oh, four or five years franklin Fra- franklin oh, no franklin san andreas i thought or no no for franklin it's franklin, franklin michael and trevor are the yeah. three what was the guy in San Andreas? You know, I thought his name was, was CJ. Oh no, it was CJ. CJ. Okay, that's where I'm thinking of. Yeah, the, that was his CJ. name was Curtis. That's what yes. I was thinking of the Kurt. I got the two mm-hmm. fucked up. But um, but uh, GTA Six. There's been some screenshots that have been like leaked out, and from what it looks like, <laughs> it, was, it was a very Miami looking house. I'll just put it that way. Oh no, I've heard that it that's that it's there. That's well, what I've heard. What I've heard is it takes place. In the Caribbean. So there's Miami, there's Cuba, there's Colombia. It's supposed to be like very like cartel drug based. Oh, like, okay, cool. And it's going to yeah. be like that Vice City vibe, but with like the entire Caribbean. Right. Mm. right. So there should be like different areas going to, but Miami would be one of the feature cities, of course. Yeah. Because they, they skipped Vice City altogether. They went from GTA 3 or no, GTA 4, which is Liberty City, straight to GTA 5, which is uh, like the Los Santos again. Yes. GTA 4 is the one with the Russians. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With Nico yeah. Bellic. Nico, right. Yeah, and yeah. then they had two expansion packs, The Lost and the Damned, which is the motorcycle game, and then my favorite, The Ballad of Gay Tony. Oh, right. I do remember those, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And my favorite part of GTA 4 was finding the fucking, like, modified, like, super, like, ridiculously turbocharged WRX that was parked behind, like, a fucking barn. <laughs> like it was the only one in the entire game and if you found it it was the most like awesome car ever oh shit that's cool yeah um well i just figured out my uh kids have a tablet that's a um amazon product yeah and somehow it just fucking linked up to the the monitor screen that i'm using as <laughs> to see you guys on 
Because no way. It just said announcement from Quentin's tablet. <laughs> oh, oh shit! He hacked you, buddy. Luckily, yeah, it doesn't done. really mess up my computer, which is what I'm actually recording the thing on. But like, I had to like reset the screen to see you guys again. You just went like blank on my eyes for a second. All right, he's hacking you. You fucked. You're done for, buddy. Oh, hey, so I I met a uh, I met another MOTC listener today. What? Oh, yeah. And the cool thing about it was, <laughs> I, I don't remember his name. He did not want me to know that he listened to the show. Whoa. Yeah. Hold on. Which I he did I not respected. want you to know. So he no, did he want you to know. He he did not want did me. Not to want know. you to. Know. Oh, they said he didn't not want me to know. No, he did not want me to know. He was very <laughs> like. You know, uh, yeah. By the way, listen to the show, kind of a thing. I was like, oh shit, man! Like, you know, I tend to make a bigger deal out of it. I'm like, that's awesome, man. Why are you saying things? Like, I, I don't want to. I, I don't want to be involved. <laughs> I was like, okay. Or uh, did you join the Facebook group? He's like, no, no. Wow. No. Where did you meet him at? Today I was at the Tom and Dan Bennett oh. Business Beer oh, Fest. I forgot that was today. In huh? Sanford, Florida. Man. And. uh this is why I'm so tired, man. It was a long. I day. bet. It's a long day. Were you there hanging out, or were you there in a in a professional capacity, or what were you doing? I was uh I was slinging art, so I had the mm-hmm. the uh you know the whole t- tent set up and all the shit. Um, it was a nice day, man. It wasn't too hot. Sold some stuff. Saw everybody. Mm-hmm. He was you know saw Sam and Trav. Saw Tom and Dan. Cool. I, there was an amazing. There was an amazing encounter. God, Joe, I wish you were there for this, man. <laughs> no, not that kind of encounter. <laughs> you sure? He wants Be- to share with you, Joe. You didn't have Chipotle for lunch? No, no, no. These these events, 95% of the people you run into, you know, and yeah. it's just like yeah. catching up. There's like 5% are, are, are just complete strangers. And I met a guy today, not the listener, but another guy a wild-eyed guy and he was pitching like this concept like he had an idea for some art he not for some art (laughs) i'm like this motherfucker owes me royalties if that's the case but you would have egged him on dude like if you were there because it oh yeah probably so it's like me and samantha were there right and and he's he's talking to samantha to get to tom and dan like Ah, she kind of using her as a middleman and she's looking at me She's giving me the like, hey, this guy's crazy look. Yeah. The kind of like, can you assist here? Like, can you? So we were all running interference on each other because the, he just jumped from person to person and he was like, I got this idea, man. We're going to be rich. We're going to be millionaires. I just need someone to bankroll. I was like, you got to go talk Holy to Mo, shit. man. Uh, You're injured on the go. Just call Mo. Just, just talk to Mo. He'll bankroll it, man. And so he's talking to Mo. Mo was looking around like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. What'd you do to me? You motherfucker. Uh, it was it was such an entertaining 45 so, minutes. What was the idea? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, yummy. Yummy. All right, I'm gonna try to here's the best part. All right, I'm gonna try to do it justice. Okay. I don't know if I will. He said him and his friend patented this concept in the 90s. Sold! Where you <laughs> see two different images out of each eye your right eye sees something completely different than your left eye Mm -hmm. they came up with this technology with some sort of like box or viewer where you separate your eyes and it creates a 3d image somehow now i don't know if this is true or not come on keep going I'm, I'm, i'm getting hard here all right so that that was the concept as he pitched it like it's this amazing viewer that you have and then you just you know you take Look, a picture you take it and you put this little thing in the top of it and click this button on the side and all of a sudden you're in jurassic park <laughs> sounds, sounds a lot like it it was pretty much the view master is what he was right pitching yes so he's he does this whole pitch and then we're you know we're kind of playing along we're like you gotta go talk to tom like tom is the guy he's you know he's the business side of <laughs> yeah it. he is this, literally at a bad at business bear fest <laughs> yeah so he walks he walks over to tom and pitches him a completely different idea <laughs> yeah i like the cut of this guy's jib yeah he pulls out a pair of dice and presents them to Tom and Tom's looking at him like what the fuck is happening right now like what is this oh, <laughs> look, God, I love it I really hope that they were like dice that were painted with like palm trees and like ocean views and it was called paradise like 
you know, paradise. <laughs> Where were you, man? We could have had that mo money rolling exactly, in right now. Yeah, I, I'm the fucking idea, man. What can I say? I, I was busy looking at banyan trees. <laughs> I know. I, know, I saw you, the pictures. Yeah. You were you were ate up with banyan. Fucking, I forgot. Animal Kingdom had banyan trees. Not only do they have of them, they do. They have them in the fucking Avatar world because, of course, Avatar is banyan trees. But they're also in Asia because it's fucking based on India, where banyan is the fucking national tree. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Trees, trees with Joe. That's the podcast we should have started. Yep. Wait, um, no, what was it called again? It was uh the, the dude from um ET. Uh, oh. Botanicus. Botanicus, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So my man pulls out a pair of, I guess, loaded dice. Right. And he was he was selling him on the idea of like, hey man, you roll these dice, eighty five percent of the time, you know what you're gonna get. He invented the concept of the loaded dice. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got another idea. Dice that you can unscrew and take shots out of, and they're called loaded dice because they're little flasks. <laughs> No, you got to fill them with cocaine if you're going to be loaded yes, dice. Exactly. Okay, that works too. I didn't yeah, say we're yeah, taking yeah. shots of. <laughs> See, and, and I got, I got, I got a couple of things. First, based on your description of this guy's ideas and the fact that you mentioned he was in the '90s, I have a feeling the same night he came up with that fucking Viewmaster thing, they wrote the script for Search and Destroy. Oh, probably cocaine, right? and they they got him out of dice. They were called loaded so dice. That, that's how productive they were. They not only wrote a fucking Hollywood script on cocaine, they they came up with the Viewmaster thing. And secondly, early on in that story, you talked about the fact that you you got you and Sam got cornered by mm -hmm. this guy, and she was looking at you like, "What do we get ourselves into?" So my question to you is: while she was looking at you and giving you those eyes that said you know, how do we get out of this? Did she alternate the googly eyes that she gives you because she's in love with you? Or did she <laughs> or 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 like how did how did how did that play out? Did she did she just everyone is in love with Eric. Let's let's not get this wrong. And were you confused by the mixed signals or did you understand when she pivoted back and forth between the two? <laughs> how, how dare you, sir? How dare you? You We're expect this out of married me. people. Yeah, we. I know. I'm I was, sorry. I was hanging fuck. out with uh, with Sam's husband, man. Yeah, man, he's yeah, a cool guy. I, I I just love the fact that he shows up to fix technical problems without a shirt on. <laughs> actually, yeah, like, I, I actually quite enjoy that. Actually, <laughs> that was just what I want to know is Eric, you have been training to get rid of somebody with stupid ideas for years with me. <laughs> like, you should be an expert at this by now. <laughs> I Yo, I got an idea. You should be like, you, you should have me like, well, I got this. <laughs> yeah, I, you should have like pitched him ch 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 well. cheese. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the the problem is he would have loved it, man. Of course, no, you're right. Did you get the guy's right. number, by the way? <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. I was just gonna say that because I just have a feeling you two would have hit it off. I just want to interview him. Right. Have him on the show as a guest. Oh, that's a just surprise me fucking episode mm. all day long with Eric guesting and him on there as a special guest. Look, I have no problem completely trolling somebody on the show <laughs> or that show. I'm <laughs> Remy this guy, man. <laughs> what's what's the thing they do on Tom and Dan where they like uh they call people like and it's like um it's not chatting with the masters, it's um but they 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 get people like guests on that are selling like, you know, spirit rocks or something. And then like, they try to do an interview with them, like take it serious. But then like Dan calls in as like a caller and Tom has to handle yeah, it. Yeah. 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 Uh, they, they haven't done that in a while, but yeah, apparently like when you have a successful radio program, they farm out, uh, interviews like these companies, yeah. you know, they just look for shows and they, they send like, Hey, we have this person who wrote a book or we have this person who's doing a thing. And it's always like infomercially. It's always like, yep. you know, I wrote this book called, you know, 10 easy recipes in the kitchen and, and no one wants to talk to you, but <laughs> you're just part of this, this churning system. So, so what oh, they do shit. is Tom, who get, who can't handle anything awkward to start with, <laughs> he acts like the host of the show and Dan calls in as their Susan, their, their listener, Susan, <laughs> and just tries to throw them off their game as much as he can. It's pretty. It's pretty. Inter it's you know, very entertaining. It, it's like innocuous. The call in is innocuous, but then, like you know, I think in one case you pretended like 
uh, an abusive husband yelling yes. at him oh, in God. the background. <laughs> so it was so awkward because you could hear in the background, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and, <laughs> and the whole time, like, oh my God, I'm, I'm Tom, so sorry. I'm so Tom sorry. is apologizing to the, the person who's pitching the thing. It's like, I don't know why this, we, we try to get her to stop calling, but she just keeps calling the show. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's that's brilliant <laughs> it's oh yeah that shit is fucking hilarious oh uh, but yeah it was a good day man i saw a lot of familiar faces had fun and then this when is this episode coming out of friday uh yeah, yeah the Thursday, day after thanksgiving friday? yes oh yeah fuck thanksgiving fucking thanksgiving the one day and where then, it's uh, okay to be a fat ass and not get judged yeah i'm still gonna judge it all these <laughs> It's actually, I'm excited. It's the one day I'm eating sugar. So oh, there be, you go. That'll be there weird. Eric's gonna be mm-hmm. like, pour some sugar on me. <laughs> <laughs> you have no balls if you don't come out to that song. <laughs> right. I'm gonna send you a video of me washing the hood of my wife's minivan fucking short Please? shorts on. <laughs> Eric, I love it. I'd never really ask you for anything seriously. I know, right? Exactly. <laughs> but please, I'm with you, Joe. can you please? I'm with you, Joe. <laughs> please, I pretty please, pretty please that. with sugar on top. <laughs> right? You gotta have like the two big yellow sponges and shit, and they're all like, squeezing. Yeah, Eric, yeah, I know. Please, <laughs> like I'm begging you. <laughs> Eric, point. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You got fans up north. Uh-oh. I'll just I'll leave it at that. You got fans yeah. down south. I'm not you just talking about my pants. You got fans up here that don't even listen to the show. I'm just saying. Oh, all right. Shit. So that's, that's you good share a video like that, and we could be talking some serious shit here. Yeah. Look, Indiana Pabone is, only is fans, hot enough, dude. Let's do well, that. You know what? Wait. Can I, we call it Pabone fans? Can I manage that for you? Because I'll do yeah, it. Yeah. We'll call you it Pabone fans. So Doug will manage it, and I'll come up with creative ideas. Yes. And you're the talent. Yes. Only fan. Oh, dudes, you just reminded me again. See, I'm I'm pivoting, but you guys know the comedian Shane Gillis. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, I was late to the party with Shane Gillis, but that guy is one of the funniest people walking the planet. Right. On his YouTube channel, he did a video, uh, a skit of there's a family sitting around a dinner table eating dinner, and they're all asking where Dad is. Like this couple of kids and mom and there's some guests. They're asking where Dad is. So he's upstairs. He's working. And they hear weird noises and they go upstairs. And well, what it was was the 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 one the son brought his girlfriend over, right? And the subject of OnlyFans comes up. So you immediately think that it's gonna come out that the girlfriend has an OnlyFans, you know, and it's and and the dad who's Shane Gillis is is watching the, the girls. No, they go upstairs and Shane Gillis is in a fucking shirt and tie and he's riding a Sibian. <laughs> And he's the one with the only. Yeah, fans. that's what I'm talking about. And and down with the double standard. What it is is it's the daughter. It's the daughter who has her boyfriend over, and the boyfriend's all he's like, man, that's really cool. I respect you, dude. But he's fucking Shane Gillis is riding a fucking city. Love it on the OnlyFans, and he's fucking typing in responses to to fans and stuff. <laughs> it's so fucked up. Speaking of uh, comedians, um, I finally finished watching the Burt Kreischer Machine movie today. Oh, no, I want to watch yeah. that. I I do want to watch that. It's pretty good. Um, How's Hamill? I mean, Hamill's got a Hamill's great show, in this movie. Yeah. Right? yeah. Well, I mean, Bert's you know Bert's Bert. Bert mm-hmm. like, I know he's a comedian, but he's fucking also like been a TV you know host before. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, which after we watched that, I decided to put on Bert the Conqueror because uh, Sherry never had seen that show, and I'm like, he did. I, I used to watch a Travel Channel show with him back in the early 2000s. She's like, what? Oh, shit. I'm like, yeah, he had like two Travel Channels. He had Hurt he Bert. Did? Yeah, it was called Bert the Conqueror and Hurt Bert. And Bert the Conqueror, he would go around and do various different thrill things. Like he'd go skydiving. He'd go with like the stratosphere um, roller coaster. He went to, you know, Cedar Point. And it'd basically be him going around taking on like crazy challenges. And then Hurt Bert, in one of the episodes, they made him fight a bear. (laughs) Like an actual bear. (laughs) I think I've seen that actually. Yeah. That that rings a bell with him fighting a bear. Yeah. The one that sticks out in my mind was one that took place in Boston in the harbor, and they grease a pole, and apparently you have to climb up like, or it's like a gang, like a pole, like it goes out like a ship pole, and you have to walk out to the end of it. Yeah, that is definitely a fucking Boston thing. And I remember him doing that. That's, I don't know why, but like, I remember him doing that for some reason. And people out there like breaking their back and shit, like trying to climb, like run down this pole. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's it, Bert. It's fucking like early two thousands young Bert. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah, no, he's just a cool dude, man. I, I like him. I also listened to his podcast. Um, yeah, both of them, the uh, Two Bears One Cave, but also Burtcast. 
and he mm-hmm. interviewed Trick Daddy. <laughs> like, it made oh, my heart shit. melt. I'm like, who would ever thought Burt Kreischer interviewing Trick Daddy? Yeah. And like, Trick Daddy loved him. He's like, he's like, you're cool as fuck, man. <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, Burt, my boy. Um, I love it. That's and funny. apparently, I think the funniest thing for me about that Burt Kreischer movie was the Tom Segura, like, calling him fat. Oh yeah! At every opportunity, <laughs> that is pretty funny. Oh, like, Segura is it into the dialogue? No, no but they he just refer- worked it into the dialogue. Him. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Um. Yeah, where wherever he could, he was. You know, it was like this weird sort of semi autobiographical movie, and and yeah, you know, I forget the lines, but you know, just talking about like, yeah, I do this show with this fat guy. Oh, uh, okay. All right, yeah, guy Tom yeah. and. The guy who was, who plays Young Bert, I can't remember what his name is, but that dude, I love that dude and everything he's in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like he Ira looks, something, or he looked really familiar, but I couldn't place like. He plays somewhere. the younger version of Bert Kreischer. Yeah, I've seen him in a bunch of stuff. He always plays that kind of like dumb character. Um, ah, what the hell is his name? Uh, fuck, I'm gonna look it up real quick because it's gonna drive me crazy. Jimmy Tatro. Jimmy Tatro. Tatro, Tatro. Oh, he oh, was in he, the American Vandal and stuff like that. Oh, right. He was the American Vandal. Yeah, yeah. He was the American Vandal in American Vandal. So, yeah, yeah, No, I do know him. Yeah, I he plays young Burt yeah. Kreischer when they do, like, the flashbacks. Oh, <laughs> he does a great okay. job at it. It's really oh, good. He, he was in 22 Jump Street, too. Oh, oh, that's cool. But, yeah, no, American Vandal. That's why I knew his face. I, I just wasn't sure what I saw it in. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, I knew I knew him from something I watched also, but I can't remember. I couldn't remember what it was. Oh, he's also in uh, Super Troopers too. Oh, okay, all right. But um, yeah, no, <clears throat> it was a good movie. Uh, it's fun. It's dumb fun. It's it's not like gonna win any awards, yeah. but it's no, dumb I'll watch fun. it. It's in my it's in my save list. I caved by the way. I caved and fucking I canceled some other services and got Netflix because there's yeah. too much shit that this we gotta watch. watch. Yeah. I had to, man. The Crown and and uh, beef and beef is so, so much good. Shit. <laughs> you know, like I'll probably when I catch up with everything, I'll probably cancel. How it again. far into beef oh. are you? Uh, halfway. I'm okay. like on it. We're we're on episode five. Ah, um, that show is so fucking good. It, it just just surprises you nonstop. Like every yeah. episode is like holy fuck, but it's heartfelt. Yeah. Like, yeah. Dude, when when he's in church and he starts crying, I'm <laughs> fucking crying for the guy. Like because. Yeah. I can't relate to that, obviously, on, uh, you know, that specific, you know, moment. But, like, I, I'm like, I can understand how he's feeling in a general sense. And, like, I'm like, holy fuck. I'm, I'm like, crying. I'm like, fuck. Oh, yeah. it's so good. It oh, really apparently, Stephen Steven Yoon is, uh, he's he's entering the Marvel Universe. He's going to be in the Thunderbolts. Is he? I he's saw that, one, of the, one of the super, I don't, see, I don't know. I'm not up on the characters, but <clears throat> he's in the Thunderbolts, yeah. Did it say who's who, who's gonna play? Century. There we go. Thank you. Oh, I knew it did. Yeah. I just, I again, I don't. I don't <clears throat> Dude, Century's yeah. like an all powerful type character, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's, he's like a, a villain, Superman right? level. No, he's not a villain. He's a, he actually becomes an Avenger. No. Um, but but he's he's unique in that he's a newer character for Marvel, like you know, two thousands. So it's not okay. like they're mining their old shit. Yeah, and um. He's like an amnesiac. Like it's a weird character, but he is Superman level powerful. Oh nice. wow! Holy fuck! Yeah. Okay. Oh. Well, that's um, cool. Good for him. I love Steven Yeun. Yeah. Speaking it's of Marvel, he's I don't so know. good, and he's apparently such. A, he's I. He he was interviewed. Uh, Marin interviewed him, and he was actually he grew up Christian. Like he grew up doing worship shit. Like he actually huh. he plays guitar, and he was in a worship you know group in, in his church and everything. So like he comes from that world. You know, he's a very, very humble dude. I, I, I dug the interview with him. I'd recommend that one on the Marin podcast. Nice. It goes back a couple of years at least, but um, yeah, he seems like a cool dude. Speaking of a uh, Marvel, um, you know, me and Doug may be wearing a color that's a uh, very uh, popular in a recent movie. I <laughs> see. Don't spoil ah, me, bro. I'm not spoiling nothing. I'm just saying. No, if we're talking watch about the Marvel, fucking movie already, so we can talk about it, <laughs> or I'm gonna fucking spoil it. the mid credit scene. We need to talk about uh, Loki season two, man. Oh fuck yes. yeah, that's so. Have you finished holy it? Holy shit, yes yeah. I did. And yep. man, oh my, oh my god. Yeah, that, that shit came out of no like. Yes, my did it though? Has... Oh yeah, it did. Because... Yes, it did. 
It Who did, would have dude, thought, because... dude, that Loki would have the the most satisfying character arc in the in, entire MCU? Yes, because you know what? Whether you can kind of see it all or season. not, and I can't see it being completely intentional because it's been such a long setup. But given how he has repeatedly just slipped back into Loki, right? For uh, over a fucking decade. Yeah. Now, think about it. Yeah. He's just slipped back into like they even made jokes about it within movies about how many times he's been killed and how many, you know, yeah. how many times Thor can't trust him anymore. And then to step up like that, to fucking step up to save existence. Like, yeah. holy fuck. I had I've, I got goosebumps now. Yeah, like yeah from yeah. that just him sitting on that fucking throne yeah but he and, got what he wanted he's like the, the fucking king and no the most i understand you're right there is a there, there's a there's a sliver of selfish self and now or, or, everything self-absorption everything that, that happens must go through him right but he it's still if it if he didn't do that nothing exists yes yeah, that's true so like it's just such a turnaround and it was so fucking like you said satisfying ah dude so good. yeah because i mean it was it was a sacrificial move at the end of the day like he, mm-hmm. he's he's just for eternity gonna sit in this chair holding the fabric of existence yes, together that's, that's all his, he can do that's, and he, that's it but you could see his face he was content yeah he was content yeah, yeah. to do it like because he was saving a person he loved that was you know that, the exactly the yeah, that's himself. the bottom line <laughs> you're right well in a way you're 100 right in a way you're absolutely right he did he was but um, oh, so good, so fucking good. Also, if yeah. if one of these companies doesn't like think of the marketing to make Loki spaghetti right now, <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> Mueller's, Joe, I'm looking better, at you, Joe. You you need to write that shit down now. You need to take a picture of it so you document the fucking date, and then you need to send it to Marvel. Yeah. Fuck yeah, yeah. Okay. Sell some Loki spaghetti. <laughs> Uh, you could even yeah, like set a mom spaghetti. It's Loki spaghetti. Yeah, That's you could even put a. Right. You could even like cash in on the fact that you still had majors in there and just have him to fucking turn into spaghetti in every box. <laughs> like, yeah, they call it glorious portobello. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, listen to the two of you go. That was go. really fucking good. <laughs> oh my god, that is so great. Yeah, um, I I really enjoy that show a lot. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, yes. it's so weird. It's what it really world is. needs to do. It's well, it's weird, weird but it's also, I mean, it's it's Tom Hiddleston. Also, that's how good he is. Yeah. Because he's self-deprecating and just charming. He's charming as fuck, that fucker. Yeah. I want, I, I, if I could bottle an ounce of his charm and drink it, I would. Cause, and Owen Wilson's so dumb and bumbling and it works. Yeah, but he's so, I, oh God. And, and now I, I feel awful because I don't short round's name, like as an actor. What's his name? Oh, yeah. You know? um, something like... Oh. Ken, yeah, he stole every fucking scene yeah. he's in. Ouroboros, like, so great. Ouroboros, Ob, like he stole every scene he's in. Like he's so good. He's so, it's. I'm so happy that he came out of semi retirement. I'm also so happy and, that and my he's idea doing what he's doing. My idea came to fruition when Miss Minutes was like, uh, 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 yeah. uh, uh. <laughs> All I can think was Miss Minutes getting fucked by Mr. DNA. <laughs> yes. Ugh. Yeah, it was a good. It was yeah. It was super super good. I mean, I definitely enjoyed that one. Yeah. It and was, then I canceled it, it Disney because it's over. Because <laughs> they wanted Netflix. So I don't Disney, know, like two Disney's more. one of the casualties. There's, there's about two more right uh, series getting ready to come out. Um, Echo, I think, is the next one. Yeah. Echo. Yeah. And I'll, pay, I'll pick R-rated. it back up. Like I, like I said, when I catch up on Netflix, Netflix is gone. And, and and then I'll pick up Disney again. Like, I, I just, I juggled them. Oh, like, there was there was know. definitely some cursing in, in the Marvels. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah? Oh, was there? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's Interesting. Cool. Um, yeah, they they broke that wall with, with open the fucking door. And now it's like, a, <laughs> oh, there you go. I love it. Yeah. I, I will tell you, though, like, I know you haven't seen it and I won't ruin anything by saying this, but this was an insane fucking movie. Like, okay. insane. That was short, though, right? Wasn't it like an hour and 37 minutes or something? It wasn't or did super I long, more? but it just, yeah. it was, there was so much insanity in this movie and just okay. absurdity. Like, yeah, yeah. like, I mean, you have to know from watching the trailers, like one of the things that happens in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I got a general concept. Like of the, when they use their powers, know. they switch places. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, like, yeah, you can imagine how fucking much they can do with that to make it insane. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. You're like, right. especially like during a fight scene. Like, once they get together and they try to fight somebody, imagine like 
like Nightcrawler fighting somebody, just teleporting every which way to fight somebody. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I mentioned to you in the chat previously, I did get the mid credit scene spoiled for me. So I yeah, know what you're so, talking about. We're not going to, we're going to stop. We have the now. right color, but that's all we're I'm going to say. Stop now. All I'm going to say is we have the right color on. Yes. I did get it spoiled. And honestly, I got it willingly spoiled for me because my son had told me he he saw the mid credit scene online and asked me if I wanted to know, and I said yes. I so about I, shit, I, I about shit it's myself. Not like it was accidentally spoiled for me. I think I, I think I visually I I think I actually screamed, "Fuck yes!" Like in the movie theater, <laughs> like as loud as I could. Like had, had I, parents covering their child's ears. And well, stuff. I mean, it's a Marvel movie. You're allowed to say fuck now. But like, I think yeah, I said it's like I because. It excites me for what I've been waiting for. Like, give it yes, to me. Give it to me. Yes. <laughs> Especially with the next movie being Deadpool, I think is the next movie. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's not till next year now. So there won't be any yeah, in twenty twenty four. Marvel's got what? Like only one. No, or next two year, twenty twenty four is coming out. Oh, oh I thought you said summer. You were skipping. No, no, no. But it's the only one. <clears throat> yeah, I think it's May out. of twenty twenty four is when it's supposed yes. to come Because they pushed everything back. Yeah, um, they're they're hurting. They're fucked up. Marvel is oh right yeah. now. They're they're yeah. honestly they're talking about trying to figure out ways to bring the original Avengers back because they are struggling. They know they're struggling now. Like uh, it's bad. I'm gonna count on Deadpool to uh, kind of pull it all back together. Yeah, they're so peripheral though. When it comes to the grand story, unless they're changing that with this movie, there he's peripheral. I mean, and don't get me wrong, he's my favorite. I mean, you know. See, I never was one of my favorite Marvel movies ever. I don't right. mind the fact that these are all like they don't have to necessarily come together to make an Avengers. Like I'm fine with the fact that I'm just getting no, no, these no. random ass movies that I'm enjoying. I get it. It's just we've been spoiled by how tight it was and yeah, it's not yeah. tight it was, anymore. It yeah. was it was uh it was so unique the way they built it, you know. Yes. But they are so structured. They're but, they're yeah. world building now. No, I I know, but it was so structured but not rigid. That was the whole thing about it. It wasn't like this, like the Star Wars expanded universe can get so rigid that it gets annoying. Like the the Marvel original phases were not like that. It was structured, but it wasn't rigid. It allowed you to use your own imagination and, and just bring things in and out and then just roll with the story. Just get on. It's basically getting on that that fucking never ending story creature and just riding it like for the, for the length of the of the phases. But now it's like so fucked up that they're panicking internally. Yeah. They are absolutely in panic mode well, right now. Can I can I say the one thing that made me happy? Dude, you are you are fucking skirting it right now, I'm telling you. What? You, we you we're giving spoilers out. Oh no, this is something different completely. Oh, all right, no, go ahead. This is something Sorry, Eric actually sent Eric actually sent to me. Oh, I apologize. No, I no. apologize. Go ahead. Can I can I uh... Talk a little bit about how Fantastic Four is going to be based on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> like As said by the director of the movie. Yeah, but they just, uh, they just. Who also, Pedro, Pedro who also worked on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes, I thought you would get a kick out of that article. That was amazing. Um, the best thing I've seen all week. Yeah, you know, he's obviously a fan of the show and he's worked on the show. So he he's. He's saying he was inspired by yeah, comedy the wise. looseness of their comedy and, you know, the improv. But that still that, makes me very happy. Yeah, that's <laughs> the extent to which it's going to be influenced by that exactly. show. But the photograph they used... It was amazing. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Come on. That's, that that's What's the chance of Danny DeVito's thing? <laughs> zero percent. Zero, to, zero or less if there's less than zero. Now, Dan, oh. Danny DeVito would make a fantastic mole man. Oh, he would. What's the chances yeah. that Rob McElhinney gets himself in it somehow? No way, man. He'd be no in Deadpool way. before he'd be in any. I action. mean, he's friends with Ryan Reynolds. No, yeah. no, no, exactly. Like, he's I wouldn't be surprised if he shows up in Deadpool three. Like, I would not be surprised if he pulls what now the cameo. Now, Deadpool three is going to be like him going around killing people in different multiverses, right? Yes, From it, what has we've heard. it has to be. It has to be. Yeah. What's the it's, chances it's, we get a Deadpool. fan? What, what's the chance we get an always sending Fantastic Four in Deadpool three? If there are if, if he's given permission to do it, sure, I I, I would like just one quick scene where he comes in and form. kills the Fantastic Four, and they're all the fucking characters always in Sunny Philadelphia. <laughs> that'd be funny. That'd be pretty funny within the, within that universe. That'd be the best. I would laugh my yeah. ass off. Yeah, yeah like they, he walks into Patty's Pub, and like they're all in yes. Patty's Pub as the members of the Fantastic Four. Exactly, exactly. and he kills them all with Tyranagar and Wolverine. 
it's a smart it's a smart move to go that direction there's a comic book that came out that was deadpool kills the marvel universe and that's the premise of the story oh okay so you already had yeah. it's already there you know what i mean like you're just basically adapting something that exists oh that's but, cool i didn't know that that's great and isn't there like yeah. a whole deadpool gang or something in this story i don't I honestly don't remember because i, I think just, like I, some kind of like spoiler that there's gonna be like a deadpool gang or something in this movie you mean a gang of Deadpools? Yeah, like a bunch of different like, variations of like variety, like um. Variants oh, I could totally see that happening. That'd be fucking great. The best possible thing they could do if they're if they're really gonna like fan service it out, like there's a kid pool and a girl pool and like like all kinds of different Deadpool variants. You have to make the original Deadpool that was designed by Rob Liefeld. And Rob Liefeld, if you're not familiar, was a huge comic book artist in the 90s who could not draw feet. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Tarantino ever, would never want to be around him. <laughs> no. So if they found a way, if they gave you the original Deadpool and they never showed his feet and he was like badly made, that would be so funny. Dude. Holy shit. That's fucking fantastic. Rob Liefeld could not. I don't. I don't. I don't put other people's art down, but that yeah. motherfucker could not draw. Couldn't, couldn't draw feet. I'm going to send you guys in the chat. There's a very famous uh, cover he did of Captain America, and the proportions of this fucking man don't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's the craziest. I don't know why, but like, I, so I have this like paint by numbers like app where you like basically just it's a kill time. Yeah, and, like, I, me I, calm know, down. I know it. Sure. It's called Happy Color. I actually enjoy it. Yeah. But it has oh, a no, bunch it's of Marvel. very relaxing, dude. I totally get it. It's got a bunch of Marvel ones in it. And there's oh, yeah? like there's a bunch of them with Wolverine with kids. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? It's like what Wolverine with a bunch fuck? of kids around. That's weird. Yeah. Like there's like t like 10 to 12 different pictures of Wolverine hanging out Somehow with kids. Somehow that's not licensed. <laughs> and I was like, why does Wolverine have a, like, and like he looks irritated and pissed off in all the pictures. I'm just going to find one for you real quick. That's cool. Just like so a show. See, maybe if it triggers something in Eric where he knows what this is. Maybe he got like put on fucking babysitting duty at the mansion. Right. Well, I mean, in Logan, he had a bunch of kids like, around him. Like that. Well, that's <laughs> fucked up. Like, what the fuck is that? That oh, doesn't shit. make any sense. And hold on, I'll find another one. Because these are ones of all color already. I'm trying to find the ones that I've already colored so I can see it. Like, here's another Wolverine with kids. And they're all like some kind of superhero variant, like kids. No, so then it's like it's sort of like Logan. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I mean he was he was looking out for Jubilee in the '90s. Like he was sort of yeah. a oh okay father figure, I guess. Or mm -hmm. yeah, it's just it's just weird because like it's always Wolverine with like a bunch of kids looking really fucking irritated. Yeah, like here's another one. Uh, let's see, what the fuck? Like there's another he one. Got boobies. Of Wolverine with the kids. Like, they're always the same kids. So I'm like, are they his kids? Like, what's going on? Yeah, that's weird. Eric, like, he got tits. Like, <laughs> so I sent the picture of Captain America. That <laughs> yeah. He got tits and he's got, like, he's got Voldemort's lack of a nose. What the fuck? And, yeah, his, and just, the logo <laughs> almost looks like the Wonder Woman logo on his head. Yeah, it just, it doesn't make any sense. Like, these look like the Marvel masterpieces. And the front of him at the same time. He's like, like, super fat. They almost look like some of the Marvel yeah. masterpieces cards. I wonder if he did I some know. of those. I'm sure so they did. So, yeah, this. like, he did, he, wow. That's fucked yeah. up. <laughs> the more you look at it, like, the more it haunts you. Yes, cause... exactly. That's really fucking weird. But, uh, yeah, life felt so he was part of that crew that like worked for you know disney and or disney fucking marvel before they were owned by disney yeah. and they broke off to do their own thing with the image so like uh todd mcfarlane and spawn and right, jim lee right. and all those guys okay. and they all kind of drew like that although yeah. he was the worst offender like okay jesus and every character he drew had fucking a thousand pouches Pouches <laughs> on arms and legs, and See, that's when you want to definitely get into the psyche of the artist. Like, why? Yeah, like, why so many pockets, fuck? man? And yeah. where is this? Where are the feet? Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Oh, listen, I I'm not changing the subject, but I, <laughs> I have to tell a quick story. So, like I mentioned earlier, that you know my granddaughter's down. So after our Boston jaunt today we went to Penny Hall and 
and then they we continue our travels back home. So they're, they're staying in a hotel, but we're hanging out tomorrow too. So they came over to the house and I have my amp and my guitar down in the living room right now. And so, you know, Holly was very interested in right from right out of the gate, the pedal board and everything. Nice. Our, our, the funny thing is our, 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 the most fun she had was taking my, my little Altoids tin. It's not, it's a, I bought it from rattlesnake cables, but it's an Altoids tin with a fucking, you know, logo slapped on top, uh, full of picks. And she would open the, the container and spill out all the picks and organize them and then put them back in the container. Like that's cute. 15 fucking times. But so I was playing guitar for a little bit and then, and then Hannah, my daughter took over cause she's better than me. <laughs> she took over, she was playing it and we were letting Holly strum with a pick. She would strum the strings and, you know, we would hold the chords. So then later when I put everything down, she grabbed one of the picks. She goes, I'm going to go play a song now. And don't worry, I'm okay. And she's fucking running towards the guitar. And I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) I'm like, you're not okay. No. (laughs) And then, but she got over there too quick. But all she did was she strummed the strings once. She walked away. She knew that was it. And, but I shit myself. I almost literally shit myself for the five seconds. I thought that that scenario was playing out, that that guitar was going down and I was fucked. But yeah, no, no, don't worry. I'm okay. She says before I even said anything, like she knew I was going to lose my shit over it. <laughs> you know? Like, she said, no, no, don't worry. I'm okay. She could sense it. Yeah. Um, and we did for Christmas, we did buy her one of those Lug. Nice. Oh, that's cool, man. I'm those so, especially the way she reacted to the, to the guitar today. We're so excited. I cannot wait till Christmas to give it to her. It's coming. I can't wait to fuck with it myself, but it's yeah. coming like this week and I cannot, fucking wait so yeah we're gonna we're gonna get her get her into it that's awesome man mm-hmm. i gave my kid my uh squire um mustang nice and uh, she's like really getting into music man so i took her i took her to tampa mm-hmm. because her favorite band was coming to town they're called the dolly rots and they're like this kind of kind of cool um female fronted like pop punk band so we went to tampa and she saw the show and it was like the fucking best oh that's like, so great it was the best like intro punk rock show for a kid her age because right there were kids in the audience and they bring their kids on tour so at one point oh, like their shit. son was on stage doing fucking yo-yo tricks like it was amazing oh, that's great and they know that they draw a lot of kids so i mean they yeah. bring like earplugs just in case the kids need them and yes yeah, yeah. Um, oh that's very cool very cool and, at the we were, we were waiting to get into the venue i saw the two of them the singer and her husband on the corner and i i go to natalie i'm like hey you want to go meet the band like you want to go say what's up and you would have thought it was a fucking rolling stones dude she was like no, <laughs> I, I don't know if i can do that i was like come on i'll go with you it'd be fine so she got her picture taken with her and and oh so cool i told i told the singer i was like you know like you guys are her favorite band ever and she was like oh my god that's amazing she ended up pulling the kids on stage at the right. end of the set. Really? So she, yeah. So she's on stage with them, fucking singing the, all the lyrics, and there's like balloons everywhere. It was the most magical punk rock show. Oh, just because my kid was like so ate up with it, it was awesome. Oh, hey Joe. Yeah. Just so you know, the lead singer of the Dolly Rots is in love with Eric now too. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's in love with Eric. God damn it. It just takes one conversation. That's his fucking superpower. That's the thing. Is that voice? He just has the one conversation and they fall in love with him. It's yeah. great. Wow. Um, Joe, that's a great picture, by the way. Yeah, I was in my office playing guitar and I walked in the other yeah. room and then he had like a music video on. He was like out there singing and playing the guitar. While that's the- fucking fantastic. Yeah, that was, that was like the most adorable thing ever. I was like, yeah, oh, there that's you go. Great. That's very cool. I think both of them oh, are going to be musicians. Cute, Excellent. Yeah. Great. Also, like whenever we go to Disney, like they love the live music there, and they just go fucking dance crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll show you. Like I got a video from the other day. We we're watching the uh, Canada Irish band at Epcot, and he's just fucking around, running around, like having the best time of his life, um, dancing and jumping and like getting all the music and stuff. And I'm like, hell yeah! And then we saw like we saw like three or four more live acts and he did the oh, same shit, thing. That's great. Start to finish. He just did that the whole time. He would like not yep. stop. Holly's like that. I mean, she's obviously not as old as him. I mean, he's not old, but she's younger than him. So 
But she's like that. When the music gets going, she yeah. will dance like crazy. Like Eric's got videos of when Hannah was playing tonight of Holly just dancing and just loving, enjoying the music. So we're very excited. This is great, Joe. Uh, it was so much it. fun. I, I I just had fun watching them like dance. Great like, music too, man. Yeah. Oh, that band is really good. Um, they're like the my favorite part of their performances. They're a Canadian band, mm -hmm. uh, but they're like French Canadian, and they had this one song, and they're like it's basically like a song about fuck England, <laughs> like, and they're like <laughs> we're singing this song about France and England in this war. He's like, but don't tell the people over at the Rose and Crown Pub next door. <laughs> oh shit that's great i like that uh, which is funny because england like so canada's pavilion is based on like um montreal like quebec. yeah and montreal and quebec yeah, yeah so in yeah. england is nestled right between canada and france <laughs> in the, God, that is pretty funny in the world yeah. showcase uh which i went there cool. and did the food and wine festival it was you know good nice uh rogue guardians again did not get iran but <laughs> i got everybody wants to rule the world I want to write that so oh, bad, I love dude. you know that's one of my favorite songs ever. It works with that, like, that ride too. It is one of my favorite songs ever. That album, Songs of the Big Chair, is yeah. fucking one of the best albums ever. You still got I'll Universal, it Eric? A lot. I still got Universal. But I think you know, my, December third, we might be going. Okay, all right. Um, so, dude, my wife went to Disney with her mom at mm -hmm. some uh, maybe last month or something like for a day, and she she rode that ride. Okay. Yeah. So I was already jealous. And then she was uh -huh. like, oh, shit, babe. Guess who's playing? Fucking Ray Parker Jr. Oh, shit. Really? He playing the fucking Ghostbusters theme song as they're, as they're walking That's by. That's funny. The day oh, the day I was great. there, Big Bad Voodoo Daddy was playing. Oh, oh shit. That would be a great crazy. show. It was pretty cool. That would be a great fucking yeah. show. Holy shit. Um, but yeah, no, so December 3rd, we're going to do, like, the Grinchmas thing and stuff. December 3rd. All right, we might have to fucking meet up, dude. Yes, sir. You know it. Um, there's something else I wanted to mention to you, gentlemen. I can't remember what it was now. Uh, uh give me a little bit more of this here. That'll help. The um, yeah, it's getting lubed up. The know. yeah, my lubing that anus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what was uh? No, I was watching something that I wanted to talk to you guys about. Fuck. I've been rewatching Harry Potter stuff again because I've been like doing the audiobooks, but I don't oh, think that's, that's what cool. it was. So I rewatched those movies. There was something I was watching though that I really wanted to fucking talk to you guys about. It's been so long since we talked. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, I was gonna suggest it to you. I got really into Oh, Doom Patrol. Uh it finished it out finally. Mm. Oh, okay. So like it's complete. The whole series is complete now. All right. And they ended it like it was tear jerking the ending. Really? Yeah. I gotta get back. I I didn't I didn't lose interest in it. I just it just got lost in the mix. You know what I mean? Like so much shit to watch. So I gotta get back into that definitely. Um, because I did enjoy the episodes I watched. I think I'm still on season one, but it started getting really good. So it's such I mean, a I'll, fantastic I'll jump back into it's that. an absurd show, but it's fantastic. No, exactly. Absurd. But I like that shit. I like I like that kind of I, I like that kind of storytelling. It's no, very it was deep and serious. It was tear jerking for you. Yeah, the very end of it. Oh, fuck, I know. The way Eric, it we're, we're gonna be a blubbering mess. because oh, they no. actually gave you closure. They gave you closure in the show. Like they yeah, ended everyone's cool. story perfectly. It doesn't always happen. That's good. Yeah, no, everyone's story ended so like beautifully. Like, um, because you know, the whole point of them was they were immortal beings, basically. Yeah. Okay. And their immortality gets stripped from them. <laughs> like, but nah. that, like, at some point. Yes. Um, yeah. But it's not necessarily a bad thing for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's nope. like that's that's pretty universally a thing that makes me cry. Like the Good Place, dude. They did the same sort of concept with that show. That show fucking wrecks me. I Even though it's a, the Good Place. Oh, dude, are you kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Like, Holy shit! And it's a silly show, but it, oh, it it completely. But it, no, that show. Yeah, that show crushes me. Are you kidding what? me? What I, I yeah, what I I've I've never seen Good Play. I've seen a couple episodes of it. I really want to watch it. I, I just know oh, some guy likes the show. Jaguars in it. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, but yeah. um, what Do Doom Patrol does is it's a very serious, serious, serious show, but it mm -hmm. puts that serious nature in absurd situations. Yeah, like so. I got you. It's it's absurd while being serious. It's like a really right. hard measure to pull off because mm -hmm. you know. What the 
the things they're struggling with and dealing with a lot of his mental health. Like a lot of that show is based around mental health. No, even in the first season that comes through. And yeah. that's why I was connected to it. And like, but that. at the same time, there's a street that's a living being that gives people orgasms. <laughs> like there's a guy that gives people <laughs> orgasms by flexing his muscles or just like the crazy, like uh South American Nazi puppet show. <laughs> like, Hey, as far as that whole orgasm thing. Yeah. I can do that. I'm just can saying. You? That's Doug's superpower. Come on, Flex that. Mentalo. That's right. I can do that. No. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I don't know. Do we have some people to thank? We I, sure I do. I think we do. We do. Mo, Mo, Mo. Thank you to show sponsor Mo DeWitt. JustCallMo.com. If you were injured on the go, just call Mo. If you have legal questions, just call Mo. Getting badgered by a guy at a free beer fest talking about a fucking viewmaster. Carl Moe is an investor. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. You want to be an angel investor for some loaded dice? <laughs> Carl Moe, I'm sure you can. Or Paradise Paradise. A pair of dice for Paradise. Paradise Paradise. Uh, viewmaster 5000, where you can view a. 3D image of a He-Man toy or something. Talk to Mo because he, he can give you the connects. Um, yeah. Also visit justcallmo.com. It was a big Mo day, man. I got to I got to. Uh, they had their tent set up. I saw the Moni van in person. Oh, cool. That's pretty cool. They're giving away all their stuff, and they and they had the Mo beer, which is the Mo Dewitt Justice Juice. <laughs> <laughs> this juice, that's so great. That's awesome. I think that's him so and Legal great. Eagle should do like a, a spot together. That would be cool. That would be very cool. And we also have some other folks to thank. We do, and I miss I miss thanking them. And I'm happy we're back so we can thank them. And I the movie's coming. The the, the our, a proper episode is coming next week. So I'm very excited about it. But we got some people to thank. These are our Patreon members. They, uh, these fine folks give us money every month and uh, we want to thank them personally, each and every one of them for it. Uh, we're going to start off with founding member, Hannah Christ. Hannah, I had a great time today, didn't we? We had a great time. Uh, next, Mr. Peter Bianco. Next, from the Tone Jerks podcast, the second button podcast and the Off the Rails podcast, Brian Gower. Uh, our co-host on the Just Surprise Me podcast, I hope, Um as well as the Sharing Maps podcast, Mr. Will Lehu. From the Signal Path podcast, the Texas State Boggle Chance podcast, and the Texas I Stem 4 podcast, Tony DeGraw from the great state of Tennessee. Mr. Michael McVeigh. From, uh, I'm not sure where Michael Ma Ma Van Zant is from, but Michael, I hope you had a great time in Vegas. I think you have been there. Or no, maybe you're going after the race, I hope, because it's a shit show. Uh, we want to thank Michael Van Zandt. And last but definitely not least is Mr. U G Rection. Thank you, Mr. Rection. Yeah. Visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. That's all we got. We got no ratings to do. We got nothing to wrap up. Uh, we got nothing, but it's good to be back. I missed you fuckers. I really missed did. you too, man. Like so much. Yeah, me too. I, I like, needed this. I needed this for so many reasons. Yeah. We uh yeah. hopefully we'll be coming back out regularly again. Yes, um, I, I think I think we're back on track. I do. And we appreciate your patience, folks. And if you're a new listener, none of this applies to you because you just got all the shit about waiting anyways. Exactly, right? <laughs> but welcome. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yes, welcome. And if you are a listener that doesn't want to be known to me as a listener, that's fine too. <laughs> I listen, I but don't say anything. I don't know. Yeah. Whenever I say you're welcome, I think of the meme that's like the baby whale and the mom whale. And he's like, thank you for letting me exist. And it's like, you're welcome. I always laugh every time. That works. <clears throat> but uh, I think of you whenever I see stuff like that on the internet. I'm like, yeah, Joe would oh, <laughs> probably like this. Well, there's a, there's a, um, there's a Facebook thing I've, I follow and I love it. It's something like you ruined my childhood or something. And it's like kids books with like fucked up covers on them. Um, uh, I, I wish I could like find a post from it. Like while I'm scrolling super fast real quick to see if I can find one here at all. But like, I don't know why it makes me laugh so far. It's like something like ruined your childhood. Um, I'll just send you one of the most recent covers. Yeah, 
I, I, I pulled from them. It's about the only good thing Facebook is good for shit like this. Yeah. Like I follow a page called Awful Pictures of Glenn Danzig. And that's, <laughs> all, that's all it is. Are there that's any good pictures is. of Glenn Danzig? Yeah, yeah. probably not. Mm-hmm. So I just sent you a couple of like the, um, like all this is basically like kids books with like crazy like titles and shit on them. <laughs> and like, <laughs> it makes me laugh. Um, I, I wish I could think of what the name of the group was called because I tell you to follow because it's basically like a bunch of Joe ideas for art. <laughs> Um, it's like, uh, nobody wants to play with a dirty ass. <laughs> it's a donkey. <laughs> <laughs> or it's a bird, like, uh, feeding his babies. Mom's cooking tastes like shit. You ungrateful little shits. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. Uh, yeah, they're fun. Um, all right. But yeah, cool. so guys, uh, it was, it was, it was fun. We will do this again very soon. And in yes. the meantime, listen to Eric. Oh, hey there. Uh, it's me, your buddy, Eric. And I am here to remind you about the monthly art show at Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida. Every month, there's a different theme, sometimes movie-related, sometimes not. We've had MCU, we've had Star Wars, we've had John Carpenter, and all of these amazing local artists will contribute to the show. The art will be hanging all month long, but the best part is that you have the ability to purchase any of that local art and bring it home. Uh, Again, check out Hourglass Brewing in Longwood, Florida, and tell them MOTCU sent you. And if you guys stayed around long enough to hear that nice little piece of an ad, you'll realize that I fucked up and I should have said lights. Camera. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>